There are many ways people listen to Vision, including in cars through the Vision app. The Vision app is compatible with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So if you have mobile coverage, you can stream any of Vision's live radio channels in crystal clear quality and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts all on the go. There are other ways to connect your phone to your vehicle speakers too. You can see detailed instructions when you Google ways to listen to Vision. However and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, I wonder if you've ever tested the waters and making your Christian comments on social media or on a blog that you may write or just engaging in those conversations and sometimes you feel like it's a never-ending barrage of negativity when it comes to the way people might respond to your Christian viewpoint. Well, Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch, who is a little bit of a magnet for criticism from some people who are way off on the left and are antagonistic to Christian faith. He's had a few good stories to tell of recent times. And Bill Muhlenberg is joining us once again today. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Well, Bill, when you get a little bit of a breakthrough, a little bit of good news, I guess that's a real encouragement to you because I know that oftentimes, and we have these conversations, you're on the receiving end quite often of people who can be quite nasty in their contributions to some of the blogs that you've written. Yeah, sadly, it goes with the territory if you uh, have any kind of social media presence or public presence where you seek to uphold certainly biblical truth, Christianity, uh, the exclusive claims of Christ, and then, you know, all the related culture war stuff, standing up for life, for family, faith, freedom. Uh, yeah, guarantee you'll get a lot of uh, negative feedback. You'll get a lot of uh, people who don't like it. Uh, you know, I, I get a pretty fair share of hate mail. sometimes even the occasional death threat, so it's not always for the faint-hearted, but truth has to be spoken. Uh, Jesus spoke truth, even though it was costly, it cost him his life. The early disciples spoke truth, it cost most of them their lives, and that's been the story for 2,000 years. So the question is, will we persevere? Will we keep sharing the truth and keep praying for those who come to attack us in the hopes that some people might, uh, you know, in the end be reached. It's an interesting development because just recently you posted a blog and you were reflecting on someone who had been quite nasty, quite antagonistic, and they've begun to have a change of heart. And I imagine that's a real encouragement to you, but take us through the story. Yeah, oh, look, these happen now and then. Uh, We'd like to see more, but some people have gotten saved. Some people have had a real turnaround from their various views on things. So that's why I do what I do to get truth out there. You're not going to get it on the ABC or the Age or the Courier Mail. So you share truth, and you hope that by God's grace, some will be impacted So, yeah, I wrote a piece a few weeks ago just kind of listing some of the recent batch of 
hate mail, just, uh, you know, this is, this is what you're going to get. Uh, don't be surprised. You're going to get a lot of abuse and hatred. And I mentioned one fellow who a year previously I had written about. He was probably one of my greatest uh, enemies, you could say. He had actually an entire website devoted just to attacking me. Uh, you know, he, he so disliked me. He set up a website to abuse me, tell lies about me. He'd send in comments to my site, you know, all the time, just really vile, hateful uh, you know, well, you can't print them. He, he just couldn't. Uh, too disgusting and too foul. So anyways, one day about a year ago, he wrote me back a comment saying, well, Bill, I've had a bit of a change of heart. I've taken my website down. I won't be sending in any more comments. I see I was consumed by left-wing hatred, and this is not good. So, yeah, I wrote that up about a year ago, and uh, I mentioned it briefly in this piece that I did just a few weeks ago. And then, surprise, surprise, out of nowhere, here comes this guy sending in a comment. When I saw his name, I thought, uh-oh, here he is. He's back to his old ways. Oh, no. But he said, Bill, I saw your new piece. I keep an eye on your website. I see you referred to me, so I thought you might like to know where I'm at. He says, I'm not sure if I'm a Christian, but I'm reading the New Testament, I'm praying, I'm talking to people who go to church, I've totally uh, left the hatred of the left, I've been talking to people who go to church, and he said, Bill, I hope you can forgive me for all these years of abuse. So, of course, I wrote back, said, hey, I sure do, of course I forgive you, and he's been going back and forth now the last few days with comments. So we're, I'm encouraging him. Some others have written in comments. So, you know, whether he's a Christian or not, it, well, it almost sounds like he is. He's had a pretty radical turnaround, and he seems very open. So he's either a Christian or he's on the verge of it. So just for those who like to pray, his name is Richie. I believe he's in the U.K., and, uh, well, as I've said, that's what keeps you going. You get put up with years of abuse and hate. You get so many people attacking you. But every once in a while, you get somebody saying, Bill, for all those years I was attacking you, I was actually listening to what you were saying. I was thinking about it. So that's the, you know, that's why we do what we do. We want to see lives change, lives turned around. So this was a good news story, and it's certainly worth sharing with others. Sounds like you might have a new friend, Bill. And (laughs) interestingly, this is not new because even if we're reflecting on the biblical account of the Apostle Paul, who was the greatest antagonist of the Christian faith, uh, to the point of pursuing and persecuting the church, uh, there was a dynamic turnaround, and that was with an encounter with Christ. And uh, you don't know what's happening in the lives of people when they're reading your articles, but uh, it's not beyond God to be bringing people into a time of encounter as those issues are being addressed and as they're even filled with all sorts of nastiness uh, to be able to have a question answered and then to be connected somehow uh, to the living God. No doubt this has given you a whole new dimension to what might be happening when you're writing. Yeah, well, absolutely. So often you get discouraged, you doubt yourself, you think, Lord, is all this a waste of time? Uh, In fact, often I've 
told the Lord, if you want me to stop culture watch, maybe go back to house painting or whatever I used to do. You know, you get more money that way, that's for sure. Um, you know, I often give it to the Lord and say, is this actually doing any good? You don't always see a lot of fruit. You see a lot of hatred and abuse. But yeah, when this happens, it is a Saul Paul kind of situation. People whose lives have been turned around, uh, you just don't know. Often you may not hear from most people who are reading what you say, either on social media or website or in your preaching on a Sunday or your conversation with a neighbor. There's all kinds of ways we share truth. You often wonder if it's doing any good, but uh, Saul, who did become uh, Paul the Christian, uh, later talked about, you know, some people will sow a seed, other people will water, other people will get the harvest. So we're all part of, you know, links in the chain. Um, I share truth, others share, we all pray. Uh, A lot of people prayed for Saul, I'm sure. And a lot of people would have, one way or another, shared the gospel with Saul. So he got nuggets of truth. He was being prayed for. In fact, it's almost unfair. They had all these guys praying for him. He didn't stand a chance. And uh, God did zap him in the end, and that's what we do today. We're in the same situation. We have many enemies, many critics, but we share truth. We keep at it. Pray for those who abuse us, misuse us. And you never know. Every once in a while, you'll get a email or a comment coming in saying, Bill, will you forgive me? I've had a change of heart. So again, that makes it all worthwhile. Well, Bill, we already know you have a thick skin and it is comforting to know that uh, the thick skin is is not very deep, that there is a soft person on the inside that does feel hurt from the nastiness. But there does appear to be a change in the way that people communicate, and especially on social media, where all of those manners that we used to have in a face-to-face conversation are gone, and people are filled with sometimes uh, the, and I think you describe it in your article, vile bile uh, coming out of their mouths or on their keyboards. People are not nice, and you've got to adjust to the new culture of what it is to contend in the marketplace Uh, But this idea of contending in the marketplace, of presenting elements of truth, as you say, nugget by nugget, uh, even though you might not feel as though there's a breakthrough, there may well be something that's softening in the hearts of people. And as you're saying, uh, persevering will have its benefits. Yeah, well, it's standard operating procedure for Christians. You think of famous missionaries, you know, you read about their lives, they go to some island somewhere, preach the gospel for decades, nothing seems to happen, they die, and and then you read a generation or two later, half of the island or more is, you know, full of Christians and churches. So uh, sometimes we don't even get to see the uh, fruit of our labors. But again, that's that's not the real issue. We're called to be faithful. We're called to keep sharing truth, keep praying, keep letting others know about the good news and all that goes with it. Uh, if we see a few wins on the way, fantastic. If we don't, well, we still keep at it. So as I said in that article, I can see why a lot of people don't go on to social media, certainly to share biblical truth or get into culture wars. It gets pretty nasty. It gets pretty ugly out there. But, uh, well, we need to reach people in any way we can. This is one of the means that we can do it, and you never know who you're going to reach. 
And there is a sense, Bill, and I'll get your thoughts here, because the idea of counting it all joy when you are persecuted for Christ, uh, there is name-calling, and as you mentioned, sometimes even death threats. Uh, some of those might just be threats. They might be empty. Uh, let's hope that they all are. But dealing with those, how do you count it all joy because in some sense you've got to be able to do that to keep persevering, to keep going. And uh, so how do you process those sorts of things? I mean, sometimes I guess people are just calling you names just for the sake of calling you names, hoping that you'll be offended. How do you process that? Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, as you said earlier, it's not fun. I'm a human being. You are. We all are. And when we get regular, uh, sustained, and fairly ugly and really diabolical, abuse and hatred, well, it's not fun. I don't like it. I'd rather sit home, read a book quietly. That would be my, you know, my happy place. (laughs) But I'm called to share truth, as we all are, in one way or another. And, well, look, the, the main way I get through is simply to look at the one who's gone before. I mean, our Lord faced a whole lot more than you or I ever will. I mean, they hated him so much uh, and he was most loving, gracious, kind, truth-teller there was. You know, probably I sometimes deserve some of the abuse I get. I probably don't always say things right or do things right. But here was the perfect spokesperson of God's truth, and yet they hated him. They killed him. They put him on a cross. Uh, so the servant is not above his master. If they did that to our Lord... Well, come on. Uh, We have to be prepared for the same. It's just part of what it is. And so that joy of theme, that's uh, the theme of joy and persecution uh, and suffering that's all over the New Testament. And, well, it's short-term, 80 years, 100 years. You know, it seems like a lot, but compared to eternity, uh, hey, we can put up with it. Our Lord did. So many millions of other Christians over 2,000 years have put up with it, so we can do the same. We ask for God's grace, He gives it, and we keep on keeping on. Well, Bill, such good news to hear today where there is an effect when people are reading what is logical and powerful and the sorts of debate that really does make a difference sets a contrast to the mainstream ideas that people are being force-fed in the mainstream media. And if you do keep presenting truth, you hope that someone along the way will recognise it as such, and those who might be enemies now could be tomorrow's friends. Let me point people to the Culture Watch website, where you might like to read the latest articles that are written by Bill Muhlenberg. It is Culture Watch. Uh, I'd say for the last 10 years, Bill and I have been doing a update on a Friday and checking on some of the latest articles that he has written. So let me point people to BillMuhlenberg.com or you can simply Google Culture Watch One Word. Uh, Bill, always great getting those insights and congratulations on some good news and thanks so much for being with us once again today on 2020. Many thanks. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.